Welcome to the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find healing for your wounds, find hope in your despair, find intimacy in your loneliness, find refuge from the storms of life, basically to help you find a deeper walk with Jesus. There's one thing I've come to know after having lived all these years now, and it is this. Our God wastes nothing. He does not waste our sorrows. He does not waste our wounds. He does not even waste our failures. Hi, I am your host, Dennis Jernigan. And today's podcast is the story behind the song, You Save Every Tear When I Cry. This is from the ministry recording called Help Me to Remember. This particular album is a 14-song collection, especially for those who are grieving the loss of a loved one. Each song came as a result of either personal loss or as a result of walking relationally with someone who was going through the process of grief. Some of the songs are from Father God's point of view. Some are meant to bring comfort to those who mourn. All are meant to be conduits of God's love and presence to broken, grieving hearts. Grief is deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death. But mourning is the outward expression of grief and sorrow. In Matthew 5, 4, Jesus said this, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Let me tell you about a song that came to me in the smack dab middle of a time of personal grief, sorrow, and mourning. Just before 5.50 p.m. on July 15th of 1994, our twin sons were born nine weeks early. You've heard me and Melinda talk about this before, but I wanted to give you a few more details. Our son Asa Robert was born weighing two pounds and seven ounces and his length was 14 inches, long and skinny. About eight minutes later, his brother Ezra Thomas was born, weighing in at three pounds and 10 ounces, and was 17 inches long. I followed Ezra up to the neonatal intensive care unit where our neonatal specialist assured me they were both doing well, so I announced to the small entourage of friends and family who had gathered in the waiting room that Melinda and the boys were fine. I thanked them and sent them on their way since Melinda was not able to have visitors and that the boys could not have visitors either since they were in the NICU, neonatal intensive care unit. After a few hours, Melinda did not seem to be herself. I knew something wasn't right when a nurse asked Melinda if she wanted to see the babies and she said, no, I don't feel well, I just need to rest. This was the opposite reaction I had expected, and I expressed that concern to the doctor, and after a brief examination of Melinda's abdomen, she too became concerned and ordered an ultrasound. After a second ultrasound, the doctor concluded that Melinda's liver had begun to hemorrhage. I asked the doctor about surgery to stop the internal bleeding. She spoke very matter-of-factly to Melinda and me, that surgery would not be an option. She then said this, if you're praying people, I suggest you pray. Your wife will probably not live through the night. I would encourage you to call her parents and get them here ASAP if, if they want to say goodbye. 
At those words, she instructed the, the attending nurses to swaddle Melinda's swollen body as tightly as possible to try and minimize the internal bleed. And then she just turned and walked out of the room. I sat there stunned in the darkened room and began to cry. I'd been all prayed out over the babies and now this. It was like seeing my wife headed for a waterfall and there was nothing I could do about it. As I sobbed, I heard the Holy Spirit say, it will be all right, son. I save your tears when you cry. I felt so weak at those words. I considered myself a warrior for God's kingdom and all I could do was cry and the Lord would save my tears. I thought to myself, what good will that do? And this only made me cry more. After a few minutes of sobbing, Melinda <laughs> asked me to leave the room <laughs> to cry. <laughs> During my absence, Melinda told the Lord she was ready to be in his presence. But you know what he said to her? No, Melinda, I will come and be in your presence. This statement was to carry her through her entire ordeal. She told me afterwards that she could actually smell the presence of the Lord in the room with her. The most beautiful fragrance she had ever smelled. Melinda truly knows the cost of laying down one's life to give life to another, and then some. So I went to the nurse's station and called her mom and told her of the situation as two liver specialists right next to the phone poured over medical manuals in a frantic search for a way to stop the bleeding. After this conversation with Melinda's mom, a nurse pulled me aside and told me she had been called in to work that evening and told me when she gets called in for extra shifts, she knows the Lord has something special for her to do. Upon seeing me, she then knew why she had been called in. She was there to minister to Melinda and me, and she told me she had a word from the Lord for us. At first, I was a bit leery, but as she shared the word, my broken heart began to settle down. She assured me others were praying and that others were taking up the fight in my weakness. And then she shared that she had a specific word for me that only I would understand. She said, this may not make much sense to you right now, but God wants you to know that he saves every tear when you cry and that he heard them as the prayer of your heart. I was in shock that she used the exact wording I had heard the Holy Spirit speak to me only a few minutes earlier. I save your tears when you cry. That simple testament to God's presence and love gave me grace to get through the rest of that long, long night. By the following morning, Melinda had lost so much blood internally that they had to give her two units of blood. Melinda said she could feel the life flowing back into her body as the new blood was put into her veins. Our doctor's hope, and that of the specialists called in on our case, was that the blood that she had lost would put enough pressure on her liver to actually stop the bleeding. With the additional blood and the pressure put on her liver, the bleeding finally stopped. I personally believe the doctors were simply agents of the wisdom of Almighty God, and I'm so grateful for all they did to bring healing to my wife. But the way God showed up and spoke through the Holy Spirit to both Melinda and me, and that nurse who just happened to be called in that night, still takes my breath away. 
A week later, on July 22nd of 1994, while reflecting on the helplessness I felt when Melinda had been near death, and how the Lord used my tears as a prayer language even when I didn't have a clue, and that the reality of Him saving our tears when we cry is found in Psalm 56, the song, You Save Every Tear When I Cry, was born. Here's what Psalm 56, verses 8-11 through 11 in the New American Standard Bible actually says. You have taken account of my miseries. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back on the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust. I shall not be afraid. What can mankind do to me? What I discovered as I began to think on Psalm 56 was that even when we run out of words and have only tears left to cry, He will use even those tears as weapons of spiritual warfare and turn back the enemy who assails us. Let's do this. Let's listen to the song now and allow Father God to save our tears and use them against the lies of the enemy. And remember this, we are never alone. It seems like I have faced a million fears. I want to run, but I'm too tired to run away. I know I must have cried a million tears. I've been so weak, I did not have the strength to pray. And sometimes a word can't say what my heart may need to pray. Sometimes a tear may be all my heart needs to say. For you save every tear when I cry Every tear that has a reason, every tear I shed When I do not know why For you save every tear when I cry I know you'll hear them and you'll answer I trust you, Lord, to answer my heart cry I know that even in a storm there is a rest for me And pain so quickly cuts to this reality Lord, I know You only want the best for me 
when fire quickly burns through false security. Sometimes a word can't say, all my heart may need to pray. Sometimes a tear may be all my heart has to say. For you save every tear when I cry Every tear that has a reason, every tear I shed When I do not know why For you save every tear I trust you, Lord, to answer my heart cry. I know that weeping will last only for the night. Give birth to dancing to your melody of light. And Lord, I know you understand. When I cry Every tear that has a reason Every tear I shed When I do not know why I know you save Every tear When I cry I know you'll hear them and you'll answer. I trust you, Lord, to answer my heart cry. Need I say more? Thank you so much for joining me here on the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. If you'd like more information on me or my story or my music, just go to DennisJernigan.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora. If you'd like an MP3 of the song, You Save Every Tear When I Cry, from the recording, help me to remember, just go to the store at DennisJernigan.com. Thank you again for joining me for today's podcast. And remember this, God loves you, and so do I. And you and I are never alone. Now, let's go and be who Father says we are. Precious jewel, Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my all in 
Oh.